0: I just hit that recording button because you never know
1: uh, you never know uh, uh, a good,
0: good call a lot of a lot of things to talk about this movie uh we're going to talk about halloween uh not for not too long obviously this is one of three movies that we're going to cover um with different people today we have dan Tur from uh, inked up merch once again hi What's going
1: on? welcome thanks. back
2: thanks guys man stoked to talk about this
0: yeah okay yeah there's a lot to talk about so yeah. um it, let's go with, with Dan first. Let's talk your experience. How did you watch it first?
2: Um, I, I was always opening day at the theater. Me too. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, it's good being your own boss. So I go, I went to the matinee showing on Friday. I guess technically that's not opening day. Cause everything opens up the day before nowadays. So it's, <laughs> you know, that,
0: that's when I went.
2: Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, well, I went Friday. Yeah,
0: walk us, walk us through like uh, just basically like, you know, watching the movie and, and your thoughts like you know, just sitting in the theater, like wh- even like the opening. What do you think of the opening? So the the opening,
2: I just took. A, well, uh, first, I hear the, the this like music, and I'm like, man, this is just out of place. But all right, you know, whatever, go with it. And it's okay. Then I hear like the uh the radio call. It's field Radio Station. And that makes sense. And then you know, and, and enter Corey, and I'm just thinking, this this whole setup is going to be. Myers coming back that's my whole deal and um with how that scene played out I don't know are we doing spoilers or not spoilers here no we're yeah we're gonna
0: spoil a shit out of, I mean that's a yeah. whole wh- like I said this is uh you know uh, Cisco and what, what were you Ebert is I, I forget like I forget <laughs> I, I had a misspelling when I sent it to you today and I thought it came out funny it was like Cisco and Ebert or something like that <laughs> like but Cisco. yeah
1: Cool. Uh, cisco like the donk song No, like yeah when
0: I, when I when i when i sent you the text it was voice to text so <laughs> what what came out instead of cisco and ebert it was like some something ridiculous and i was like you know what i'm like we should go with this like whatever <laughs> but so yeah we're we're, it, we're just basically reviewing the whole movie we're, we're going to talk complete spoilers because this is for anyone that has seen the movie for sure so
2: yes yeah okay yeah I, you know I'm just thinking this is a typical opening scene, uh, you know, and, and you know you meet uh, is it jeremy uh, and his parents, and you know they're going out for the night and oh here's here's the babysitter and and uh, you know as the scene plays out, it's like, oh, okay, you know, where's Michael at this? you know you're kind of like, Michael's got to come out of nowhere. This kid's being a little shithead. Uh, um, you know, something's something's got to happen to him because you know he's pulling this this trick on, on poor old Corey, and, and then when he just you know kicks that door open, <laughs> yeah, holy I- shit! I'm in a theater with like eight people maybe, and everyone was just like, "Dude, when his when he hits the bottom of those stairs." That, on that first floor and his uh, great editing job his head you remember his head comes up a little tiny bit and then just falls back down to the ground oh my god and the fucking parents walk in
0: brilliant brilliant yeah and brilliant so, so in comparison to the last like let's talk about the last three movies um the opening scene to 2018 the opening scene to to kills or this one which one is your favorite I'm trying to remind me again. Uh, Kills was. So Kills was it was the the
1: the flashback. Yeah. With the fake Loomis guy. And uh,
2: I really did like that. I know a lot of people shit on that. I loved
1: it.
0: I I hated it.
2: Okay, Yeah. And then and then 18 opened with.
0: When they went to Smith's Grove and like the podcasters are like yelling at Michael.
2: (sighs) Man, you know as much as I thought this was a brilliant opening scene, I, I guess maybe I lean towards 18 because only because it had been so long since, you know, the last Halloween movie. So I, I think it was just like a excitement thing. You know, it's like you had these two pieces of shit done by Rob Zombie previously and, yeah. and then we finally get like a legit new Halloween movie. So I guess like kind of seeing like, and knowing that it's Nick Castle, you know,
0: uh, I, I I tell you, I tell you one thing, Rob Zombie is never coming on this show with the amount of shit we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he's going to promote that new monsters, but uh. Oh
2: yeah, uh, he, he, he help me, so he, you're me. you're going 2018. I think I'm going 2018. It, it It's tough to 2018 and, and
0: ends. OK, so Langan, what about you? Because I know you fucking loathe this last movie out of the three yeah. first openings. What wh- Which one did you
1: like? I liked kills. I liked kills opening. Um it, it just took me right back to that that great Halloween night feeling that the, what I love yeah. about these movies is when it you know it's that's one problem I have with kills I mean uh, ends was it didn't feel it didn't bring the, the, the holiday in to me like it didn't feel like it it, it was like Little to no importance, the actual, huh? and I, 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 that's important to me, you now. know, so kills.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, for, for me, like I remember sitting in 2018, like what Dan said, just the excitement of watching it all over again. It mm-hmm. was a little bit dramatic with him, like yelling. And then they like that, that, you know, the podcasts are yelling at him and I'm, and like the, the inmates were, or the, you know, the other, you know, patients were kind of like, it was just weird, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I remember sitting in the theater for kills and I didn't know that they were going to do a flashback. I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, I'm watching this going like, oh no. Like, it was just like that, that feeling that I got when a movie was going to be terrible. And I'm like, oh. And then he is just like, they have Loomis and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how is that Loomis? And he's like yelling, did Michael kill again? Like, it was just like, <laughs> it was so... I mean, later on, maybe I I embraced it a little bit more, but when I first saw it, I was like, no, thank you. Uh, And then this last one was, uh, I thought we we were in trouble. I thought we were in trouble. I watched this and that opening, I was just like, yo, I'm like, this doesn't even make sense to me. And then I saw like the blue font and I was like, damn, I'm like, that's like Halloween three. I'm like, that's interesting. Which I obviously later on, like it just stuck out to me. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's, the Same Halloween three shit, uh, which immediately hit me. So I'm gonna go with the first one just because it felt like the most like Halloween, even though it was kind of like a little bit um over exaggerated, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. so continuing with the Dan, like you're watching this movie, how are you feeling as you're watching it? Um, a bit confused,
2: uh, uh as as so, yeah, you have the opening scene, and as it rolls on. You know, uh, I I don't, you know, thinking back, I don't know how, you know, you usually get Michael within the first five, 10 minutes tops in any Halloween movie, except for uh, three. Um, And so I'm a bit confused. Um, I'm thinking this whole opening scene obviously has is I'm thinking it's kind of like we're going to go back to this story later on in the film sure it's like a little like here's here's something different it's not the main plot but we're gonna come back to it and i was obviously very much mistaken and i'm like oh we're we're going with this we're we're this this kid Corey, We're this is the Keep story cool. of Corey. yeah
0: and 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 like during the movie like when did you realize that that this was going to be completely like when did you almost feel like okay this is like going to be not what I thought it was? Um, that's a
2: good question. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not so much like a, a specific scene. I think it's more of like, I said, it's like, we're now 20 minutes in or so, and we have no Michael Myers. And um, I guess, you know, I guess a good, what i think of is is probably the scene where he uh cory gets tossed over the, the railing of the bridge gets ripped in by michael michael doesn't kill him i'm like okay this is this is a story of, of yeah of of cory
0: yeah it, michael's very- taking
2: the back seat and again i'm not
0: i'm not pissed at all i'm just confused i know someone who's pissed so langan uh, you saw it in the <laughs> theaters or, or at home
1: I saw it at home. I watched it on Peacock right okay. before I went out to see Terrorfire, Actually,
0: So like, uh, just g- give us like the, the first like 30 minutes of you watching this movie.
1: Um, yeah, I knew obviously from the intro and, and that kid dying was the best kill of the movie, I gotta say. But, uh, even though it was an accident, Absolutely. um, <laughs> uh, you know, the font, like you said, I'm a big Halloween free fan. I was not a big Halloween fan as a kid, uh, uh, free fan as a kid. You know, due to the lack of Michael Myers and stuff, but um, I get it. Uh, they, were, they were telling us that we're going to give you a little bit of a left turn here. Fine. Um, we are introduced to this kid, Corey. And, uh, uh, you know, I babysitter who gets picked on by... High school kids, and he's um, and <laughs> I just this whole movie relies on you buying into him as the focal point of this film, basically. And I couldn't, I just didn't. I wasn't interested in him, I didn't buy his character. I uh, and to introduce this character that's never been present in any the Halloween universe as a focal point of the end of a trilogy was just feeling insane to me, Insane same choice to make. When, when, just,
0: when did you lose your mind during the movie?
1: <laughs> um, the I did lose my, when he got yanked into the sewer and, you know, him and Michael shared a moment where <laughs> Michael saw the, the darkness or whatever, the evil that could be in this kid who who made a mistake and had an accident. This kid wasn't like killing, skinning cats in his backyard. He wasn't like, I wasn't expecting him to be, you know, take on the penultimate o- evil.
0: It, like, was, it, was, it wasn't the two kids from gummo. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I just, uh, I don't know. I, I had a I, I and Michael was just this killing machine. that's called time we've always known him, but now he just shows mercy all of a sudden. I don't know. All right, I so- did think it was an odd choice too, to that make it four years after kills. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a little closer in time, but anyway.
0: So I think from what I heard, and this is behind the scenes is they wanted to make it all exclusive like one, <laughs> an exclusive one <laughs> continuous, like long movie, like a day. Um, so, you know, that's why 2018 and kills happened at the same time. But then uh, like COVID came around and shut down production. I think it gave them time to like, think, overthink probably or like move shit around and be like oh maybe we should do this maybe we should do that now um so for me like i guess it just comes into um maybe i just kind of knew that something was going to be different on this one um i read a synopsis, and i knew that like michael was going to be away and not really around so as i'm watching it like the cold like you know the, the beginning was cool i'm like okay the the soundtrack was really fucking good um, yeah. I like the pumpkins that were like kind of like ripping like they were just like changing, you know, from uh, happy like I don't know uh, it very much foreshadowing, which I didn't know until like uh, obviously the end of the movie. Um, And then the character of this kid, I kind of bought it like, you know, I think if I since I was invested in it, it kind of worked for me. Now, I will say, I'm going to say about 45, 50 minutes into the movie, my girlfriend turned to me and she's like, what the fuck is this movie right now? Like, she just
1: <laughs>
0: like where I was kind of enjoy. I was into it. I was into I knew that it was going to be slower, especially after kills. Like, what do you do after kills? Like, it just you got to put it in cruise control. I love Jamie Lee Curtis in this. I like the narration she was doing in the beginning for her like book. Um I like uh, I really liked all the characters, you know, I, I, I like the relationship her and 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 the that that cop had um, everyone in this movie really served a purpose, even like the fucking like goofy, like bullyish kids. The one funny thing about this is like casting like I, I, I guess no one talks about like, you know, like uh, uh, speech fucking like <laughs> speech classes for some of these kids, because that one kid sounded like he was from Brooklyn. The other kid sounded <laughs> like he was from Massachusetts. And then the other two girls sounded like they were from like California or something, which is ridiculous. Um, but like, aside from that, uh, I was very much invested in the movie. Like I was in, I was super entertained. Um, I was, I was pretty much buying everything, you know? So I think that's really what helped me out, but I was still there. It was jarring, very jarring. Like when he went in, and here's another thing. Fuck these stupid trailers. Fucking trailers. Oh, you guys, my God. Did you guys watch the trailers? I stayed
1: away from it. I try to now. I find, especially with a big picture like this.
0: Dan, you saw the
2: trailers then, right? Just what Langen said. That's what. That's the text that you and I were texting back, Sam, was like, these trailers fucking suck. It's like, like you said, what the
0: fuck are they doing these days? Well, we knew that she wasn't going to kill herself. Yeah. I mean... We knew she wasn't because it like you're the whole the whole trailer is her shooting whoever, you know, you think it's Michael, but I guess not later on. So maybe that was kind of like a twist. Um, you Um That scene
1: interested me because I didn't see the trailer because I was oh. like, oh, shit, it's, exactly. it's just going to go down like exactly. it, felt, it, it hit completely. This is a perfect example right here. I never saw it. So okay. that was a I had a moment watching that, whereas you guys already know.
0: Already yeah, knew you. that was that was on there. And another one was when uh Michael grabbed Corey in that sewer, wherever the fuck they were. So, like, I was already waiting for it because and I'm thinking like they showed like, man, seriously, like, fuck those trailers. Because if you would have just shown like less of that, it would have been even more ridiculous where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how is this even happening? So when. Dan for you like when 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 Cory goes down there and f- I didn't did anyone notice that it was Nick Castle playing the bum No Nick no. Castle
2: no Nick Castle was the uh the guy at the
0: party The party that he makes in sense In the bar Yes okay you're right you're right okay It was the uh, uh, the flasher I think they had him as uh you see what you He's
1: lo- like.
2: He's get- like he goes. He goes. Oh, whoa, see something you like. See I-
0: something you like. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: What so- was the mother of that, that the kid that died? What was she doing at that party? Oh. Why, know. Know. why was she there? She was just hanging. I- she's like an old lady and shit. That was like a kids' party. But anyway. was, I mean, I guess
2: I guess the, what you could say is like, oh, she's so like just in distraught from her son's death. She just goes to the bar every day, the, the old watering hole, and
1: just picks up young fellas. Picks up young fellas. It could be a fan fiction story right there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Maybe they'll make a, you know. Why don't they just base an, uh, a sequel on her next time?
0: Yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, yeah. Why maybe not? She, she Yeah, she, twenty twenty eight <laughs> when they.
0: She she was uh, cougaring it up there. That's what she did because husband was That's there. where
2: they're going with these films is they're just doing different stories on on the on each citizen of had reels. So <laughs> yeah.
0: I I didn't mind the backstory as much as i minded it like in the first two movies this one i felt like the other like the the extra characters like the the lady next door who was uh who got you know the throat stabbing yeah um a lot of the people that were were still there like the 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 stories and and the thing was is like laurie didn't really engage anyone Once people brought it up, she kind of just like swallowed it and walked away, which I thought was a really cool aspect of it where she was just like, she didn't really have an argument and she didn't really want to like follow people down. Even like when she went to Corey's mom's house, whatever she was saying, she kind of like walked out right away as to like, all right, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. So um, so we're watching this movie and we're realizing that like, Michael is not really the Michael that we're used to so like uh Dan what what do you think when he like drags his kid into the sewer but then disappears into like a a crevice I I that I didn't understand
2: what what we're saying like so he gets dragged in he's confronted by Michael
0: no but he's like dragged in and then he wakes up like oh
2: to see see Mike
0: is that okay I wasn't wasn't sure uh, what's specific uh that was my that was my biggest hole punch for me like i'm just thinking like he drags him in here he like comes to and then he's looking for michael who's like standing in a crevice for some reason (laughs) yeah you know again i'm just i'm just so
2: confused (laughs) you know and uh i i think i immediately just knew he wasn't going to kill him so i guess that kind of took away from uh, because at this point i'm just like oh it's it, it, this this movie centered around you know Corey's the main character so he's not getting killed
0: yeah for sure and
2: and, and then you know uh michael for for some reason or, or other uh he is seeing something in cory and it kind of you know watching it the second time there's that scene i guess we could talk about more in length where um Cause it's it's interesting for a couple of reasons, but uh, he's like, it's at the end when Corey wakes up to, to Lori being in the, in that house, uh, uh, Jeremy's house. And she says that there's two different kinds of. Yeah. uh, I I love
0: that scene. That was a good. scene.
2: That dialogue is really good because uh, it's, it's like true. It's like, you know, talking about, are you born evil on the inside and you don't know it or are you influenced by others? And I think Langan, you were saying earlier, like about Corey, like, oh, what, what the fuck did Michael see in this guy? So I'm wondering if it was more of Corey was, a, 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 in my eyes, a victim. He was corrupt, corrupted evil. I yeah. think. Um, no, and, and, and I think Michael took advantage of that.
0: You know, um, a, a lot of things that you have to, like, piece together in your head, too. and And I think. I really enjoyed this movie a lot more the second time when I watched it at home. After like, like as soon as it was like over, um, hey, were you still continuing the point? I I, I just run ran. Away. Um,
2: yeah. So uh, no, not basically getting to is is that I that uh, what I was getting at is that's why I think Michael did. Why I think Michael didn't kill him is that uh, this was a, a new almost a new victim for him. As Michael is weakened, you know, yeah. um, he's and as he should be. And I know that was a lot of people's problems uh, over the social medias and the internets and everything is, Oh, you know, it's like, there's it, gotta be some kind of, uh, uh kryptonite to, to, yeah. to each. To each
0: listen, icon. At, at right the, at, I think that. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say at the end of the day, you could watch fucking Halloween four where he gets shotgunned to death and still survives. It's like other movies that you go to like this. this was like, listen, it, there's a lot of substance to this movie. There's, there's a, lot, there's a lot and almost too much. It's almost like it's almost like too smart in a way for something that was kind of dumb, yeah. da- like not dumb down, but very simple. A guy, a guy killing babysitters, and, you know, and like that's, it, why, v-
2: that's why so many. Sorry, not to, not to cut you off. That's why so many people are pissed off.
1: Yeah. A holiday movie that, that, that's what this this whole franchise is built on. Absolutely. So to get this at the end of it, that's that's the disappointment. And for this this, this killer that like you know, when you have Freddy's and certain things that have this like bit of a personality and stuff, the shape was always this emotionless like creature that was that had no like aspects of humanity, and for him to take pause mercy on somebody. For whatever reason, <laughs> to be capable of that kind of insight into, like, I just, I had, I struggle with, with
0: you wanted him to, to go out like Tony Montana in Scarface. Fuck right? yeah, that's what you wanted, right? You wanted, yeah.
1: And it, and it felt. Well, I'm jumping ahead. I will get to the ending when we get to the ending. No, we I, can
0: get, we can get to the ending now because it's so overall feeling. Because I know you. So you're sitting at home watching it on Peacock, and you get to the end, Langan. like for me, I couldn't really articulate how I felt about it. Like Karen was like, that was just not a good movie. In my head, I felt like there was something there. Like someone said it's it's a really good movie, just not a good Halloween movie. And I'm like, okay, I, I completely understand that because it just it was just such a such a departure. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's like ten other movies where he stalks people and kills them, you know, but so you're watching it at home and you get to the end. Like, what's your summary uh, in in your head? Like, what are you thinking to your head?
1: It it felt like this tacked on piece, <laughs> like where they nothing was given to you uh, that Myers really related to, like, and it just tacked on moment. And she dispatched with them, it like, kind of quickly, like this build up for this. Um, Uh, Showdown You know what I mean Like it kind of Resolved itself Like fairly quick You know She had him pinned down On the chopping block Relatively quick But uh, just let me jump On the one thing Because I know we're only We're doing a short episode too The other big problem I had with this Was um, So much time spent On the relationship between Allison And Corey And um, I didn't buy it At all Like I just didn't See her falling Head over heels With this guy Like to the point Where they're having this Romeo and Juliet, like <laughs> kind of like escape this town bird that like, I don't know. And it, a lot of time was spent on it. And that's where really when my eyes were like, when they were sitting in a diner or something like, I can't even remember the exact part of it. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this a, like a soap opera I'm watching? <laughs> like tinges of Halloween. But yeah. uh, they, anyway. there,
0: there was, there was a fast forward to like their relationship you know, like she, once she met him later on, she talks about knowing his story and how she felt like very close to him without knowing him. So maybe that was the fast forward, uh, as far as like her emotions. But, uh, yeah, you know, who, who knows, you know, it's like, uh, they, <laughs> that was the one thing where you were like, all right, whatever, you know, it's, uh, these two young kids found each other.
1: It was a lot of time on that relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A
1: yeah. lot of time was spent on that
0: someone someone made a flyer today uh, a poster of the movie and it it just basically had the whole cover only it said christine (laughs) which i thought was pretty funny (laughs) um but there man there was some really cool stuff there right so uh i really like the sequence i liked i like the killings like when when he goes to, to follow that doctor and that redhead uh, and you're like, OK, so Michael's killing them. But then, you, you know, the lights go on and you see like uh, Corey in this like really kind of creepy mask, you know, like jabbing the dude in the neck. Super effective. And then she escapes in the um, into the room. And here's where I say the trailer. Once again, in the trailer, they show the whole fucking thing. They in the trailer. They show Michael stabbing her and putting her on the wall. So I'm like thinking, like, okay, that's exactly what's going to happen now. Like, un- unreal, right? When you think of the trailer,
1: it, it gets to the point where I just look to see what's coming out, and then I see what my friends are saying about something. Like, I don't even want to see a fucking trailer. Anymore.
0: It's it's hard because we love this franchise and we love these movies. That it's almost like uh, it's like you want to sneak that snack in.
1: Yeah, I know I get you know, it yeah. you know, you it's to, hard
0: you, yeah you want to sneak it in and uh, yeah but uh, anyway so Dan you get to the end of the movie in the movie theater um, how did you process everything that you just watched I was like I know
2: <laughs> one of the first things I thought of was, was you Sam was like I was like you know I haven't seen Sam posting about this and not only, not only just that seeing you post about it but just like you know, the, the anticipation, but I feel like you, you and I are definitely on a level with what we like and what we don't like. We're, we're, we're pretty, pretty, pretty on par. So, like, you know, I, if you remember, I immediately texted you. I was like, yeah. what the fuck was that? And I'm sitting there through the credits and I'm just, I'm just soaking it all in, man. You know, I, I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't possibly jump to conclusions with this for me personally, because yeah. Uh, there's something more here than what's just you're right in front of you. Like we said, like there's a lot of substance to this film.
0: There was, and
2: yeah. and, and listen, I get people who hate it. I totally get it. Me too. Um, um, I, I wish they would take another chance. I hope they would take another chance.
0: Leggett <laughs> said he'd rather watch watch Resurrection. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, listen. You I can't. I like,
1: there'll be a time, like a Halloween, the future when I marathon through stuff like that. I'll watch it again, but it—it's it, going to be a minute to it, it, uh, listen. To if, like,
2: there's, if there's if there's anything uh, that that I immediately took away from it, it was this is a standalone Halloween film. This does not belong at the end of a tr- of a trilogy. Sure. Um. It's it's just it's just too out there. Um. Kind of kind of to what a little bit to what Lang was saying, I guess. Um, you know, it's almost like it could have been like this. Uh, let's say, for instance, we got a totally different uh, Halloween ends story, right? It's uh, for lack of a better term, it's a more predictable uh, fan favorite ending. And then we get this like, oh, you know, the makers, everyone involved with this. They had like this this story. And they didn't think it was going to fit Halloween Ends, and then we made it into this like short that's just going to be exclusive to Peacock, and then we get the story of of Corey and and everyone else. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like, it could be tough because if you had a different story with Halloween Ends, you kill off Michael.
0: So you want like a Cobra Kai version, is what you're
2: saying? Yeah, it's almost like yes, yes.
0: So you want uh, you you want a Rogue One, is what you're saying?
2: I, I guess that's well. I think that would. I think this what I'm getting at is what this is, what I think would work better telling this story because people would get what they wanted at a Halloween ends. I'm not saying this is like a good thing. I'm just saying for, for popularity's sake, I guess. And then I think it would be, it would just be more, uh, taken a little more, uh, seriously or a little more, uh, people would, 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 wouldn't just, uh, hate on it just because of the lack mm-hmm. of Michael Myers and Halloween vibe and uh, uh god i'm kind of losing train of thought but
0: i think uh, people i think people will hate you know it's just, it's just hard to please everyone uh right. someone compared this to like the last jedi of horror movies and i was like wow mike that's <laughs> that's pretty dead on i think that i think that works also another thing for me was going into this movie with expectations i went into i went into um once upon a time with expectations the tarantino movie i thought i was going to see a I thought I was going to see a Charles Manson movie. I thought it was going to be super violent the way Tarantino does it. And by the end of that movie, I was like, wow, I do not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know what I just watched, but it wasn't the movie that I thought. Time went on. I watched it two more times like on uh, at home, and I was like, now I get it. I get what he was going for. And I appreciated the movie a lot just for being what it was. And I think once people – you know, maybe accepted for kind of like a different story um, than maybe because it's a really good
1: movie. It's a really cool movie. Yeah. But like I'll let you, you said, know next year when I watch it.
0: <laughs> but it's yeah. it's not something that you said you you put at the end. Uh, it would have been interesting. I think on Halloweenies, they said uh, if this came out after like, instead of 2018, like something like this, like that would have been interesting mm-hmm. or even the second one.
1: That was an interesting thought that they had on it.
0: You know, even, this, even my, my
1: thing too, like, did the, the other night, like, I watched Mid-Somar again, one of my favorite movies ever. I get that it's gonna be heavy on symbolism and thought and stuff like that and interpretations, and I enjoy that. I don't go to like Halloween movies for like <laughs> symbolism and all that shit. That's that's to find that's- the meaning of the evil trend. I just, it's not what I'm looking for in that film. So, but you know, I get. I've been hearing some good arguments on why people liked it. I get it; it just didn't resonate with me.
0: It, uh, but let me ask you you're, guys you're, too. You're, like, like you're talking to someone who defends Halloween Six all the time. So and that, <laughs> that that had <laughs> druids.
1: Real off the, off the top of your head, where do you put it in the, in the pantheon of the films?
0: Wow, it to me, when I really think about the last three movies. I came to a conclusion after watching them just recently, 2018 and kills that they're not really good movies. I liked them a lot more in the very beginning, but they didn't really age well. Like I don't really find myself going to watch those movies more. Right. This one, I enjoyed the most out of those last three, but as mm-hmm. far as like sequels go, I'm going to tell you my timeline, the best timeline, one, two, seven. And now I get resurrection. I agree. I agree. I get resurrection is the tail end of that, but like, I don't want any part of that. But if you did one, two, seven, so I, where would I put it? Um, it's not better than one. It's not better than two. It's not better than four. Um,
1: there's so many, would you, is it in the upper, the upper half or the lower half? Would you start? Where would we go there?
0: I think it's, I think it's in, in the, in the upper half because, uh, when they started killing uh you know the the junkyard scene was great uh i think the 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 radio host got fucking fucked up oh
2: i
1: love i see the male girl darcy oh.
0: the male girl yeah she said her her whole scene got cut they cut yeah. it. She, she filmed like a whole grotesque uh, grotesque uh death scene which they're gonna add later on but uh you know, I, there was a lot of cool parts. I really like when when Laurie was looking at Corey and, and he was standing like like Michael was in the first one, like kind of like those callbacks that you remember when she was looking out the window. You know, I, I like stuff like that. I, I think it really, really kind of worked. Uh, but yeah, I Miss
1: Judy Greer, too. I got to say me, too. I liked her.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Dan and- where, where, where does that fit with
2: you? Uh, where I place this this one um, just it, it's it's nothing as much as I enjoyed it um, it's just uh, I'm I'm a very very what's it better than well it's better than one it's better than two no 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 are, are we counting three I don't you can't count it's just like a separate movie you know no no
0: I'm saying what's it better than like eight obviously five.
2: Oh, uh, it's be- well you know I'm gonna say it's better than both uh, rob zombies uh, it's <laughs> Absolutely. better it's better than resurrection. Um, shout
0: out to Danger de- Shout out to Buster <laughs> Bust. The
1: bust.
2: I, know, I know I'm the only one. Like like I said, I, I I'm so biased with Halloween films. I yes, I enjoy Resurrection, but uh,
1: I told Sam I was waiting for Buster to come out. I was that would have saved this shit for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he um. you, you would have beat up Corey.
1: Oh, that would have been the shit. Or if they shot the whole movie and Corey was co- played by Corey Feldman. <laughs> I'm all about this movie. There. Not, bad, not bad.
2: Talk I w- about not feeling bad for a character. He was yeah. played by Corey Feldman.
0: <laughs> there was a, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Jeremy uh, Moorhead, who like him and his podcast partner hated it so much that they said it was better that it was wor- like they the resurrection was better and i was like guys like i didn't say anything but in my head i'm thinking like i think you guys i told you Langan too i'm like go watch resurrection again and tell me that again because that I think movie I told is-
1: you resurrection was better I text. <laughs> that
0: movie i'm gonna yeah. watch
1: them both back to back <laughs> please torture myself
0: yeah
2: <sighs> that's a that's a double feature
0: yeah
1: <laughs> oh boy but uh
2: resurrection so- and halloween ends <laughs>
1: uh yeah all right so i mean i'm gonna, I guess- have to, I'm gonna host the next horror hang and that's yeah. what we'll watch it <laughs> yeah, the, yeah,
0: the last horror hangs was great shout out cool. to rob link man we we uh we had some some good hangs for sure um okay yeah so i guess that pretty yeah. much covers the whole movie um i overall for me i liked it i know langan hated it and and dan mm-hmm. you probably liked it
2: yeah i liked it I, and just to kind of sorry you know i, I was losing my train of thought before uh but I, I've kind of grasped what I was trying to say earlier is that you know if if these fans really want to blame you know uh, uh, someone on, on on this film, it's really the marketing. Uh, like we said, we said we talked about the trailer so much in that dude, the trailer shows all Michael and there's barely any, anything in it. I mean I get it that's what sells that's the selling point and that's what the movie's based around but you didn't fucking you didn't deliver that. So why wouldn't fans be pissed off? You know, I get that.
0: I think no, doing, either, do, I was going to say like Halloween. Three, like, I, I know it's not like Halloween three, but that's what it feels like to me. Like I I am. We all hated Halloween three. The only but thing I mean, is with
1: Halloween. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no, I was yeah. not. Yeah. No, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. going to say Halloween three was like, you know, there was no Myers. It was just a complete standalone film. This film teased you with the demise you know they just kept sticking the tip in a little bit you know what i'm saying and and
2: that's what i was that's what i was getting at with like if you had made this this like i said like oh Dan mcbride and the writers had this this like kind of like storyline it didn't fit what was what would have been a fan favorite ending for halloween ends and then did some peacock original and promoted it as they did with season of the witch so you Mm -hmm. know what you're in store for i think fans because that's the thing is Fans saw the trailer, saw Michael, saw Laurie, finale battle. It's called Halloween Ends, and it. The, I I agree with Langan. in as much as I enjoyed it. That love story is just not believable, man. <laughs> it's just it's just not. And that's where the, the also the dialogue got real. If I can't have her, no one will.
0: Ugh. Oh man, I, uh, <laughs> I I I haven't seen a love story like that since uh, Return of the Living Dead Three. That's all I'm going to say. I, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, but yeah, it, listen, it, it, to me, overall, it was great. So
1: Everybody's uh, talking I, about horror, horror movies right now, and it's wonderful. Yeah,
0: Whether You yeah. like
1: it or don't like it. I, I love that it's man. at the forefront of discussion right now. You know what I mean? I, sure.
2: give, give this film a couple years, and let's see where we're at then. All
1: yeah. right, we'll all come back.
0: This yeah, years from now. I, I think, I
1: think, I think. I'm gonna love positive. it, and you guys are gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I did because I did go backwards to 2018 and kills like just recently after watching them a bunch, and mm-hmm. just thinking like, I'm like, I get like, I almost didn't like, I don't know, I just didn't have that attachment to them. Like, it's just like when you first get a new Halloween movie or just like you know snorting the lines of it and shit, and then it's like once you like. Like once you like, I guess, like come down and you sober up, you kind of like mm-hmm. look at Halloween 2018. You're like, eh, it's not that hot.
1: Yeah. You wake up next to it the next morning. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. yeah like, you're like, you uh, like Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> eh, you know, all
1: I know is evil died that night. Finally,
0: yeah, evil definitely <laughs> died that night. So, uh, cool. All right. So that r- wraps up, uh, Halloween talk. Yeah. Uh, at the movies,
3: right? Oh. With, sis, <laughs> si, with Cisco,
0: with Cisco and Cisco. <laughs> uh, with Cisco and Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Very <laughs> right good. Hey uh welcome to Red River Podcast uh again you know where this is just a continuation so th- we're going to talk about Hellraiser today and we finally get a chance to talk to Michael Asip right uh, did i pronounce that right
3: yes thank you yes yes okay
0: um mike is is somebody like us where um you know y- you really get into like the the october um spirit of it i know you're doing the 31 movies probably uh but also you're like a cinephile and and you know you have a podcast a series that you put out you know you're 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 very much involved in in a lot of things and last point i'm gonna make you're like me because a friend of mine once told me my friend uh mike margioni he says don't you think you just like too many things <laughs> you know like like I was like the last episode I was talking about how much I loved like uh Halloween ends and and you know I mean you are in that same boat but anyway man welcome I loved it yeah But we're in like you know we're in the minority like there's a lot of times where I even you post about something and and uh I'm just like yo this dude beats me on, on loving shit because There's a few. I'm trying to remember one in particular that you posted about talking about how good it was. And I'm thinking, like, this movie was not very good. (laughs) (laughs) If I remember, I'll I'll bring it up. But, yo, thank you and
1: welcome.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me, man.
1: Thanks for your podcast. uh...
3: Oh, I I had a narrative podcast series that was released over the summer through Realm Media called Hollow. And it's sort of sci-fi, sort of horror. We had uh, Doug Bradley as one of the actors on it so nice.
1: kinda,
3: yeah 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 um, you know kind of kind of fitting that this this is the Hellraiser one huh so mm-hmm. that's uh, cool
0: yeah um so Hellraiser this is interesting um, when it got attached to Hulu I don't even give a shit about stuff like this anymore to me like as long as it comes out I don't care how it comes out like th- that's what it is now these are the streaming sites this is what we get. You know whether it's on HBO Max or whatever. So like to me, I, I I was all about it. And then when I heard David Bruckner was attached to it, I'm like, yo, okay, mm-hmm. this is really cool. Now you have my attention because um, when you think of Hellraiser as a franchise, you could arguably say maybe the last good one was 26 years ago. When you think of four, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I agree. so, so yeah. it's we-
3: been that long since then? Um, one
0: so. Line- Since four, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, I, I, one year, every year, I'll I'll pick like a couple of franchises in some, you know, Halloween. I watch every, uh, you know, October, but like I'll pick some franchise like Amityville Horror or whatever and and try to get through all of them, like one through whatever. And I did Hellraiser the other year, and man,
0: you did, you did. I remember
1: you get to a certain point and you're like, whoa, like I don't know how much more of this. do when you get the heavy the heavy set pinhead
0: well yeah, that's whatever. That, that was so that was uh i just tried re-watch, i just tried re-watching um the one that you're talking about which is like revelations that's what yes. it is yes. Right? yes yes yes. that's brutal
1: yeah, yeah
3: that, that was the one that uh miramax was trying to hang on to the franchise right so they had to do one of hellraiser yes. and one of children of the corn just to keep the rights from reverting back to whoever so that
1: that's so that, that franchise is, too. Oof.
3: That's an interesting.
0: That's an interesting point too. I never really knew anything about holding on to rights until I watched that documentary "Doomed," where the uh, the, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four yes. movie. Right. You ever you ever see that documentary, Mike?
3: No, but I I know about the Roger Corman uh,
0: Fantastic Four movie. I'm gonna send you the link because it's absolutely fucking amazing, and they they get into that story and how they. Ma- it's really good. But then you hear these stories about these companies like they don't want to lose the rights. So then any script that comes in, they kind of interject like, all right, this could be a Hellraiser and stuff. So when I
1: heard that fact, it blew my mind because it made so much sense out of so many movies I've seen over the years. So, oh, yeah. OK. That's why they vomited that up. you know. But
0: I, before we get into 2022, I'm, I'm going to say I think Hellraiser Judgment. I go to bat for that movie because I feel Aside from it being super plagued by low a uh, low budget, I feel like they really tried to to bring it back to the essence and and it's a pretty decent movie if, if you want to sit through it. So, um, I've, but anyway. uh,
3: Heather Langenkamp is in that for like two seconds. Too, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never um, seen it, but it's it's always been on the list.
0: Oh, it's 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 not a chore to sit through. It's it's pretty. It's pretty dark and, and I think they went back to it so anyway listen we're all a fan of David Bruckner right so like mm-hmm. uh to me like the signal mind-blowing you know later on when when that 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 uh Cusack movie the cell came out on the the uh, like I it was kind of like the same thing to me even though I think that was like a Stephen King book uh, yeah it was VHS this mm-hmm. guy did uh, a great the best segment probably of Southbound <laughs> I think uh, mm-hmm. The ritual, I love. He did two episodes of of Creepshow, and then you get to the Nighthouse, which is fucking mind blowing, right? Yeah. You, th- yeah. you did you guys like that?
1: Yeah, yeah that was on uh, one of my top whatever. Yeah, that was like one of my top films of that year. The guy, it, the guy's got an outstanding batting average. He's you know okay consistent.
0: So now, when we get to Hellraiser, <laughs> I was very excited to watch it and I, I I thought it was in good hands, I know Mike, you liked it more than me and Langen did, so uh, i I so but I, I did that little video
3: that was before I actually watched it, so okay. I was like I was like, oh, this is so this is hyped up. this is you know like a lot of people who usually don't like anything are saying that this is gonna be great, yeah, I was so excited because I mean Bruckner and then the writers on that movie too are also the writers who did super dark times, and I'm just like. And Nighthouse, and I'm just like, this is this has gotta be amazing. There's no way this is not gonna be amazing. And then I watched it and I was kind of like, mm. okay. I liked. I did there was there was stuff I liked, but there was stuff that I felt fell flat.
0: All three of us are in the same ballpark then, because we we were very adamant of our feelings of ha- Halloween ends. We're gonna be very adamant of, of our feelings about Terrifier Two. This one we i like i watched and like by the end i was just kind of like okay like i there were some cool parts there were some shitty parts um let's talk about the new pinhead like no one gave a shit that like every some people cared that it was going to be a woman it's like no oh
1: one. i did did you i did i drew my the line in the sand there bro <laughs> i mean i can't even believe i watched it. i mean please come on i mean who gives a shit
3: who gives a
0: shit but no. What did we think of the performance uh, of of, of, uh, of uh, Jamie Clayton Mike
3: you know I mean I I I wasn't blown away by any performances in the movie I Me, mean it yeah. just kind of felt like very 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 flat yeah I was, like, I, I, was I was so surprised because David Bruckner can get such with with all his previous films, he could elicit such an intense response from people like the night house, like the lead in the night house. Oh my God. When she's that. She's amazing.
1: Rebecca. Hall. She's great.
3: Yeah. When Rebecca Hall is, is in the school and she's, she's on her computer and the parent comes in to complain about the grade and she's just like, Oh, and you know, what do you want? You want an a, my husband, you know, my husband just committed suicide last week. I'm not in the mood to argue with you. What do you want? Hey, Hey, here it is. Like, I mean, the performances that he pulls out of, out of people, you know, juxtapose that against what we got with Hellraiser. And I'm like, Oh man, it just seems, it, it, I don't know. Something seemed very off. I So, so
0: I, I was ready for it. I was ready for the new Cenobites. The thing that really ca- caught me by surprise <laughs> was the amount of CGI that each one of them had and the, mm. and, and like, uh, pinheads, like, um, vocal effect was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, are you trying to play? Like, it's almost like, like when people do skits and, and God calls, like, I forget who does that. <laughs> it's like, this is God talking. Maybe it was Stern, but it was
3: that. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. what yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Howard <laughs> God's on the phone.
1: Um, I thought and, she did a serviceable uh, job, but like, uh, I also don't think that... It wasn't her fault. Yes. No. Part, of, part of like my whole, you know, and I'm not, like, diehard. Like, Hellraiser 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time, you know, yeah. and then the other films, you know, are good, too. But the, what appeals to me, Doug Bradley gets some of the juiciest lines to work with, some of the most quotable lines in horror history been sampled a million times by industrial bands and death metal bands and this and that. Amazing guy. Like she didn't have any of those lines that read jesus wept lines or whatever that really are memorable you know yeah which it, isn't her fault
0: it, it's not her fault and and like you know when you really think about like <clears throat> the shit this guy has under his belt by the end of the movie that's kind of like how i felt like i'm thinking like i don't know i i couldn't have thought of a more mediocre movie by at the end where I'm like, but the very Oof. beginning, right? So, like, you get the shots. I was very excited in the very beginning because he gets yeah. the, the drone shots. And I'm like, okay. Serbia. I, yeah, I feel like, oh, yeah,
3: you're yeah. thinking like, oh, they're like, fu- oh, Bad shit's got to be happening yeah. in this yeah. movie. We're <laughs> starting <laughs> in fucking Serbia. Yeah, I mean. Um, uh, i mean, no offense to Serbia. We
1: have actually. a lot of listeners there, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, they no, Sorry, I, just fam. Think, I just think of Serbian film, <laughs>
3: which, I mean. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like Hellraiser in Serbia. I mean, jeez. I I, the, I
1: think there's a tourism board in Serbia that's probably wasn't feeling that that movie got made. Like that's what everyone knows this for now. Yeah, you, know?
0: you see the name and you're right because you think to yourself, you're like, there's definitely a baby being fucked in that building right now. <laughs> like when when that drone flies over and you're like, just disgusting. I'm turning it off. Um <laughs> But, oh, so you watch that and I, I was excited and, and it look, it looked yeah, you know what it is when you, when, when you get to the last few Hellraisers, and then you get to this new one, it looks like a fucking film. It's fucking shot gorgeous until the end, which we'll talk about like the last 40 minutes of this movie. I couldn't see a fuck. I'm like, can someone turn a light on? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you watch everything that's going on. Then you meet Voight and Serena and uh, you know, it's just everything about it seems really cool. You see the box and you're like, okay, like you're getting ready for this. Even like when, 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 when like that one dude is like, uh, you know, like Voight uses him to like open up the box and then he gets stabbed and all this stuff's really cool. Yeah, the,
3: the, the cage kind of like stuff, and the, the, the doors closing off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah but then he looks up right, right, right before it says Hellraiser and you're like, Oh man this is definitely a real director that's like doing some amazing visuals. And I was very excited. And then it cuts to like Trevor and th- that girl, um, Riley, fucking. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I guess if that's, a, if we're going to switch it to that, sure. Um, so what did we think? Like, I thought Odessa, who plays Riley, I thought she was kind of good. She might've been the best one in the movie, right? I thought her yeah. brother
1: was, I liked her brother better. I thought he did a better job. Like yeah. I guess it was good, but like by by the end, I don't know she graded on it. But sorry, you were gonna say something.
3: No, no, I'm I'm agreeing. Like I I I think that um, yeah, I liked her character. I, I thought it was uh, yeah, I liked the performance from from the Riley character and and the brother as well though.
0: And what I like about an actress like that is um, sometimes casting, you know, when when you get people that aren't really known, and she does have like a filmography and some TV stuff, uh, but she has a very unique look. So like, I I like casting like that, where it's, it feels like kind of real, you know? Mm um you know sometimes you watch like you know we always pick on friday the 13th remake like everyone there looks like they were out of like a maxim magazine yeah like this looks bizarre right now (laughs) everyone there was just kind of like unique enough um you know so then this movie like takes on and and it's kind of like a i like the plot um where whoever gets stabbed like that's who they're coming for unless you feed them a body and then from there, you need to have these configurations. And I feel like the story, I feel like the story was there. Am I crazy, Mike? Or...
3: No, I mean, yeah, the story was definitely there. There was just, I, I'm still trying to put my finger on what I really didn't like about the movie. And maybe I have to watch it a second time to sort of really look for that. Um, it, it was, I don't know. It just, it was not what I was anticipating. And I, I don't think it lived up to the hype that people were um, were giving it. I, I really, I, I was disappointed in that regard because I, it has all the, the ingredients to have been amazing.
0: What about like a, a scene? Because there's a scene I'm thinking of that was probably my favorite part of it. Um, So is there a scene that stuck out to you that, that you, you dug?
3: I, I like the scene when she, um, she goes to the park and she's open, Riley is going to the right, park. Yeah box i thought that that was i thought that was one of the scariest scenes in the movie for me i thought that that worked um so i i, I would i would go with that that was probably one of my favorite scenes in
0: lang and anything that, that any scene that stuck out to you that that you thought like this is pretty cool i
1: really like the uh what voight had in his chest that hold that trap in there i thought it was pretty uh, sick i gotta say yeah that was impressive
0: um, I like when they go to visit Serena and like whatever <sighs> home she's living, she, she's like living, right? Like she's like a, in some sort of like institution and, uh, she takes the box from them and then it just like turns into like this, you know, like all these like, uh, creatures that like all like the, the centibites kind of like, uh, uh, come up around her. Like w- once you fuck with the box, what I really love in, in the direction is you kind of get trapped into, It looks like a Tetris going on in real life. Really cool aspect of the movie, right? And like we're all trying to figure out like exactly what is it that didn't work. And I guess we could fast forward to like the ending, like the last like forty five minutes. So Riley wants to bring her brother back, and she knows that somehow, if she gets his configuration to give her like I guess like resurrection, I think that's one of the six. Um, she could bring her brother back. So she's trying to figure out how to do that because obviously it was kind of her fault. Yeah, I guess it was very much her fault that her brother was fucking gone, right? But then you get to Voight's mansion
3: and- uh, In the Berkshires, right? Like that-
0: It just didn't, like, I'm like, it was like watching a really dark episode of like The Walking Dead where you're like, I don't even know what's going on. I couldn't see anything. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like
0: I couldn't see anything, and I feel like if if um if maybe it was like better lit, and you you would think to yourself like this guy is so capable in everything that he does, but I I've never made a movie, so maybe you know it's it's like making a song. Sometimes you end up with a song you're like, it's kind of what I had in mind, but not really. Like the the bass is too low, the drums are too loud, the vocals are you know, um, but. You know, you get there and you find out like Trevor is working with Voight. Did anyone catch on to that or did you?
3: Uh, yeah, I really I, I think I have to I have to rewatch
4: the stone. Right
3: All right. Now.
0: So, yeah, Trevor Trevor was working w- with, with Voight. Um, so he was the reason that that um, so Voight's waiting in the mansion. Right. And he uh, I guess you just have to bring. The box body so he could try to get that thing out of his chest so the thing that's in his chest is this weird piece of machinery that's attached to like all his nerves and 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 it, it, it like every time he moves like he's in constant pain and stuff um you know and, and then from there like even when the Cenobites arrive they're not very menacing right
3: no
1: no, they're yeah, they're sure. like standoffish, except for that one that ran out and she caught in that door. <laughs> it's odd.
0: Completely, right? Yeah. Uh, is there anything in particular that they that they could have Did done? you guys
1: like the new, some of the new Cenobites, like some of the new ones they brought in? What did you think about the design?
3: You know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I just kind of feel like they were forgettable.
0: There was I, one. There was one. Um, I think she was kind of like Asian looking. Right. If if I remember correctly, like it was kind of like the, the main sidekick. I think she was cool. I think she had more to do than Pinhead, which is fucking bizarre to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then again, like, you know, maybe that's how Clive Barker wanted it because I feel like he was an attached producer to this. Am I wrong? or Yeah. Right?
3: yeah Yeah. you know know what's strange is there's a simultaneous simultaneously another hellraiser project going on at hbo with with david green as a series which is i i think barker barker might be attached to both and and you you kind of gotta wonder i mean like i mean is he just uh, taking whatever to get paid i mean i (laughs) don't know
0: i don't know but it's funny that you mentioned that it's a series and i heard that too but also, you know, we brought up last or few episodes about uh, Maniac Cop. Where the fuck is that series? We've been waiting yeah. for that fucking series. That's also HBO Max.
1: That was such a bizarre announcement that I just, <laughs> if that comes to fruition, I'm going to be the happiest motherfucker in the world. But yes. like, God, like, really? They that? The I can't believe it.
3: Nicholas Winding Refn was supposed yes. to be doing. Yes. That-, that was supposed to be like, like they completely gutted what maniac cop was and he wasn't undead at all and it was just gonna sort of be like drive with you know driving around um oh my god i i forgot i forgot the reference point but he wrote it with like a comic book writer too like there's a script that exists for it is it is the guy's name ed burbaker is that it like the guy who wrote
0: no i i don't remember i just remember that dude was attached to it the guy that you mentioned and uh I, like we we always bring up like just how random of a choice that is it's not even like Maniac it's not even like uh w- you know something Lustig is known for but I mean I guess he's known for Maniac Cop but it's like who yeah. was really clamoring except for like th- you know maybe like five of us it's like you know who needs it, a series Maniac but also Cop.
1: it's like maybe Shudder makes that series like H- HBO yeah. was gonna do that like that's the odd part you know
0: Yeah, I'm going to say this, too, um, as far as this movie goes and some of the other ones, um, the beauty and I think the success of a movie that we'll talk about, you know, uh, I guess another day is terrifier, too. And I think what 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 the audience really wanted, you know, to to knock Holly, uh, you know, uh, Halloween ends or like this movie Hellraiser, I feel like the neanderthals and the savages wanted something very unapologetic and like super horror infused and i think that's what i think that's the success of terrifier i think people were maybe kind of over like a lot of these like cerebral fucking horror movies that don't really even qualify. Because even this, when you think of uh, Hellraiser one and two, even three, like the gore, the the violence to it was like pretty over the top and stuff. And uh, not saying that it's super important, but I, I feel like you watch Hellraiser two and you're just like, oh, my God, this is like Hellraiser two in particular had a scene where he's like he the, one of the dudes thinks he has maggots on him mm-hmm. and he's like slicing like watching I that is, yeah. Watch,
1: yeah.
0: yeah watching that as a kid is fucking traumatizing yeah they, the, brain <laughs>
3: surgery, <laughs> the brain surgery scene always got me as a kid like it, freaked me out, and it's still Chouinard. it
0: still holds up you know that's why when when you watch you know hellraiser 2022 and believe me i wanted to love it i'm sure we all did uh by the end of it uh i did like the very ending where where voight is kind of made into like a cenobite you know it's mm-hmm. it was kind of weird you know, like
3: you know there were there were there were some little jabs at hellbound in it too like that that kind of gave me chenard vibes you know okay
0: some,
3: somewhat there was yeah, some, there was you're something right. else that happened yeah. in there that was like oh it was like dr chenard um I can't remember the exact moment, but yeah.
0: No, no, you're right, you're right. Um, but anyway, listen. So, uh, it's safe to say, you know, we give this like a sideways thumb, where it's like, yeah, hey. not it, yeah, pretty much, you
1: know. Needed um, an uncle Frank. A what? Needed an uncle Frank in there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Frank? Listen, was fucking- Frank. <laughs> yeah. Frank was menacing. I mean, Frank was one of the scariest parts of, of Hellraiser. I, it
1: kind of took out the, the sexual element of it, too. Like that uh, overtones that were heavy. The, the masochist sexual overtones that Clive Barker was really hands-on with. And this film didn't really have that. You know? Yeah. And,
0: uh, and you know, it's it's amazing. Like I said, man, when you look at this dude's, like, filmography and the stuff he's done... uh. It just—I was kind of surprised. Maybe this wasn't a project for him. Maybe, maybe he
1: was—maybe was. he was like shackled by like the, you know, the preconceived notions of redoing this thing or whatever. Whereas these other films, you know, where he's working off a blank slate might be better, more in his wheelhouse, you know. Yeah, he, which yeah. is a testament to how good he is. So
0: shackled yeah, by absolutely. uh by Bobby Hulu, I think that's the owner's <laughs>
1: name. that's his name, hey. yes. Yeah.
3: The uh the score actually Loved has some it. pretty cool yeah, cool callbacks to the Christopher Young score, you okay. know. Um and I think that's the frequent collaborator, uh, Ben Lovett, right? That's the guy who collaborates with Bruckner a lot. I,
0: I don't know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He uh, and Bruckner, I mean I, Always, always just on point with the scores. I mean, even in the signal when they use that heaven song over the credits at the end.
0: Well, was... he, he, here's the thing: a guy like that, you know, you're given the keys to this kingdom. Like, you yeah. got to do it. You know, you got to just take it and you, you got to fucking try. Because why the fuck not? I mean, look at David Gordon Green. He's like Halloween after Rob Zombie.
3: Sure, why not? Let's do it. You know, um I, I'm still I'm I, I, his, the, his Exorcist movie comes out next Halloween. Um, yeah.
1: I couldn't believe that. I yeah. didn't even know anything yeah. about that.
3: Yeah. And they got I, Ellen Burstyn back for that.
1: I have no idea.
3: Yeah. She's like 90.
1: So he's and just going to plow through like the whole. He's, <laughs> <laughs> reading, like, do, he's, do, yeah. he's doing the, he's
0: doing the omen in 2027. I really, <laughs> I really have no attachment to like the, the exorcist. Like, I don't know. Like I really don't. I,
3: you know, I mean, I like the series. I think that lasted for what about two seasons.
0: Oh no, the I movie? didn't see
1: that.
3: Yeah, the you know, they they had, had
1: it was NBC, I think, right? Yeah. Fox I, mean,
3: I think it I don't know if it was Fox or NBC. It was definitely a network. Yeah, that's why I was surprised though that like because I know Blumhouse put up a lot of money to do a whole new trilogy of films. And I'm like, yeah. well, didn't T V series not really perform that well, you know, five years ago? Oh, I, have
1: I, mean, no idea. But, I think there's just been so many possession films like you know i mean since then i mean obviously it was groundbreaking and stuff like that and i still think the first was great and the third one's fantastic too yeah you know but uh yeah i don't know that second one yeah
0: mike uh you know before we go um you got some movies that you know you're doing the 31 Right, you're doing the 31 because you're doing a lot of the posts. I am. I'm doing like,
3: there is the first year that I'm doing video entries for all of it. I, I
0: love it. I love what I completely like, yeah. complete, like not, uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Like you were you like you you did your thing. So like just remind me, like you did so. I guess we're up to the 20th or whatever. What are some of your favorites that you watched so far?
3: So I'm I'm really glad that I revisited Butcher, Baker, Nightmare Maker, um, you know, aka Night Warning. That was such a fun movie yeah yeah Uh, really creepy uh you know halloween ends was definitely somewhat inspired at least the b story with with Corey's mom was very much inspired by by that one i think Uh, they said that too yeah yeah yeah. um i enjoyed revisiting that um you know i i saw ringu for the first time uh i'd never seen ringu um i i um really enjoyed that more than i like i mean i i and I, I was like 17 or 18 when the American when the ring came out. And I was like, oh, always basing my thoughts on that and on the, the curse movie genre on that one. But after seeing Ringu, I'm like, holy shit, this is a much better movie and, and way scarier. Um, but I so Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. Uh, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed Ringu. Um, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow holds up as a super atmospheric, creepy ass movie. Yeah. That uh,
0: Shudder Shudder. Shutter's really been adding a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff that you don't, um, you couldn't find before. Um, like you know, we did the Hard Rock Zombies Rocktober Blood double
1: feature.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit that like, you know, I mean, listen, you okay, are they terrible movies? Yeah, you could make that argument. Are they really fun to watch? Absolutely. So good for them for doing shit like that.
3: What's what is the one? where it's it's like set at thanksgiving and the kids oh got like blood, blood, rage. Yeah, blood rage yeah blood yeah, rage yeah, yeah no 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 oh. this is not blood rage it, it's another one that's set at thanksgiving no blood rage is cool that's got the drive-in scene no the one i'm talking about it's like got the annoying little kid who's always running around playing the guitar and he's got like the kiss makeup on and there's this wow like some- oh my god what is it it's um it's it's i gotta look it up hold on i don't know Wow. Um
0: that sounds killer. It's yeah, it a, I'm all about that
3: movie with little kid with his makeup set at Thanksgiving. Hold on, what the fuck movie is this? Um Home Yum. Sweet Home or oh, Home Sweet Home. Oh, I don't know that one. God. It's, it's got to be up on YouTube, but it is definitely it's so bad, it's good. It's one of those like Rocktober Blood or um...
0: Rocktober Blood is definitely like. So we <laughs> we talked to man. We we had this episode where we talked to Brian Trenchard Smith, you know, who did that movie Stunt Rock. Even... So he did yeah. Stunt Rock, and then that led us to like Sorcery, and then we realized that, like Sorcery <laughs> was the soundtrack to Rocktober Blood. Like, yeah, we we've been going in some like weird like wormholes of like just like oh my god. Thank you, Google, for connecting these these parts. So do you know what you're watching? Um, like do you have everything set up or or do you just pick it day
3: by day? Um, I try to do a couple of days in advance. Um, you know, like tonight I always intend I'm when, you know, uh before I go to bed, I'm gonna watch VHS ninety-nine.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna watch that always,
3: too. Yep. Yeah, I always always was intending for that one. Yeah, you know, like last week I always intended to watch Halloween ends on on, on the Thursday night and you know, I, I'm I'm a few days out. You know, I, I have a giant list of things I want to revisit, and sometimes they they make it, sometimes they don't.
0: Yeah, same with everyone. So, yo, Mike mm-hmm. wanted to have you on for a long time. Anytime you want to come back, like uh, I'm sure, absolutely. I, you know, Thanks, we'll we'll, we'll talk some pure nonsense. Uh, you know, uh, listen, Hellraiser, watch it or don't. That's that's our review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, so, Mike Thanks, feel,
0: feel better and uh I will talk to you guys soon
1: be good
3: later guys.
0: Oh well, uh, let's talk Terrifier too. This this will be the the tailpiece the three movies we we talked about halloween ends very controversial halloween ends uh the not so controversial and very lukewarm who gives a shit hellraiser <laughs> <laughs> in the middle we were just like i guess it was a movie and i guess it was okay
1: maybe uh, i'd watch it again maybe may- i would may- uh-huh. maybe
0: i cared uh and then that's we're gonna- a
1: movie like if i was gonna watch Watch all the Hellraisers, I would watch it to complete it, but like I'm gonna really go dip into Hellraise.
0: Yeah, I mean you you, <clears throat> you put it next to Revelations and like some of those other ones, it looks like the Godfather for sure. But uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Chris Longito, thanks for hanging out. Uh yeah, man.
4: Thanks for inviting me.
0: Films on tap, kind of like making like a little return. Like, what's the deal with that?
4: Yeah, so um We've had Andrew Claudio, who is a host of Nick's Film School podcast on our show a couple times. He did uh, a couple of our Oscar uh, recap shows and also did our our uh, best baseball movies of all time. The one where Jim passed out and hit the mic with his head. Still one of my favorite show moments ever. Um, And
1: so, you you
0: know, you know, you guys are a good uh, official
4: podcast about
0: movies when you do. Uh, Oscar coverage so right yes congratulations Um,
1: (laughs)
4: thanks Uh, but he's always been a fan of our show and and he's done a lot of producing and um, you know just wanted to really talk to us about getting the band back together and so um, we we recorded kind of a test episode pretty recently you know the vibe wasn't quite there but uh, we are going to be starting back up with a Halloween ends review that's going to be released on Halloween as well as a kind of a I saw you posted kind of a ranking of your the franchise. We're going to be I doing did. kind of that discussion as well. Mm-hmm. And uh Jim is actually gonna be taking a step away from the podcast and you know may return as like a, an occasional guest, but it's gonna be me, Tim, uh Kevin, and Andrew uh on the show moving forward. Oh and we very- we're, we're gonna to tend to do one to two episodes per month Uh not as frequently when we were trying to fit in a weekly show everybody's schedules just didn't make sense it was way too hard and it got it, we, we we got sick of it quite frankly so
0: yeah that's something that you could do if there's like if it's just you if you're like bill burr sitting somewhere sure or there's two maybe uh you could do that but it's like just like us it's like sometimes like we do this really for us like this is just like, right. this, this eliminates uh, me driving to Langen's house to talk about this movie. I could just open <laughs> up my laptop and be sure. like, let's talk Terrifier, too. Right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been really... You know, Halloween Ends is one of those thing, movies that's so fucking interesting to break down that I've been listening to a lot of, like, the episodes of certain people. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I love cool. the, the Halloweenies episode. Those guys did a really good job on that. Yeah,
4: I've got to listen to that. That's uh, that's my uh, go-to for me, especially during this time of year, just yeah. kind of
1: listening to each episode of that.
0: Yeah, they're... they're and they're, you guys. They're a funny bunch, for sure. Uh, okay, cool. Let's talk Terrifier too. I mean, let's just...
1: You guys all didn't like it either, right? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's just throw it out there. I mean, like. I, Does
1: anybody not like this movie? I, like, I think That in imagine. around, like, not I, even. I'm not talking about us. I'm I, like in existence.
0: I saw somebody from like The Guardian uh, give it like three out of five stars. And I laughed because, you know. <laughs>
1: who knows did they what. find it problematic
0: yeah they found it problematic you know Ugh. um i think that but, no, uh there was uh i don't know if you did but <laughs> it was three out of
4: five and we were just i was reading it going like this is ridiculous but I, think about think about that though you love it so much that like three out of five seems ridiculous yeah but in the grand scheme of things for the type of movie that it is for it to get three from like a publication is is really not bad
0: no Good no for, yeah. for, for sure and uh I'll, I'll tell you this. I feel like there was something about Terrifier to to watch it in a fucking movie theater after you get shoved these movies that are are really not like, you know, listen, I love Jordan Peele. You get nope passed off as like a horror movie. You get certain like, you know, hereditary and all this other shit. Hey, man, good for you. These movies are very interesting. But that's the type of shit that people have been feeding
1: elevated uh, horror, yeah. it's just right. like like that right.
0: stuff and then you get like this like a fucking horror movie
1: this, like it was for the heads this it was, was yep. the real oh, it
0: fuck. was it was for the heads man to listen to to richard christie on stern talking. No, oh that was it. so great yo stern gave him like, <laughs> oh, what
4: did he stern, say i didn't hear.
0: oh man i'm gonna send you the clip it's so yeah. it was so good so like uh i, I forgot did you Langan? was it you I, that, I tagged
4: you on the uh, Stern show post about the about it.
0: Yes, yeah, so, but, but I think they went on even longer beyond the clip but yes, they it did. was it was either one of you two that said it was funny that they were using the oh, I passed that in a movie theater gag, right? Was it
4: was it oh. Howard Howard read that in the post, I think, and the vomited and feigning thing. Yeah. yeah. But
0: somebody mentioned it and they're like, "Oh, that's kind of like corny, it's stupid because no one ever really does that." But in my head, I'm thinking like this is smart because we know shit like that is just bullshit. Yeah. No- normies like Jerry O'Connell and his talk show, whatever the fuck that was, you know, they they talk about it, or like Howard people that don't really care. They pay attention to shit like that because it's like funny. It's like the, it's like when people paid attention to the Human Centipede. You yeah, know? yeah, like it, it yeah. became it became bigger than the movie. Or the, the Exorcist. Him- but yeah, but like uh, the yeah, Exorcist. Way back when- the Exorcist, you could say, was like a, a big deal too, but it's just the brutality of this movie and, and the fact that it was made on a quarter million dollar budget, and we're all waiting for it to come to stream so we could watch it a second. I time. heard the
1: twenty fourth. I heard this the next yes. possible date, but, but the, they got okay. a third weekend, which is I'm I, I'm so happy for like independent film and these guys and Damien and uh, it's it's such a great story you know of a little underdog film like representing and what is it up to three million now
0: it's like 3.3 right now and and that's that's what i was going to mention like the movie should have been streaming like a a while ago because it was only supposed to be released in theaters for four days that's why i rushed i'm like oh i gotta go see it Mm -hmm. um and it kept fucking making money. So you think figure- that per
4: screen average was like through the roof. Yeah. It was like top gun level.
0: It's so fucking good.
4: Uh,
1: hopefully it sends a message to future, you know, theatrical release to take a chance on some on some shit. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. And well, it's the kind of the right environment still for it, because you know, um, the movie industry isn't fully back. You know, we did have some big hits this year uh, during the summer months, but it's still kind of like, am I really going to leave my house to go to the theater? And and so, you know, I there's an opportunity for these movies, I think, at least for the next foreseeable future, because people do have more of a choice than they had in the past. And we so, you know, to go to
0: like so me and Chris went to, <laughs> to see the movie together. Well, it was me, Chris, my girlfriend and, and Tim. Shout out to the uh, Tribe Called Quest episode, Tim. Um, and I it's funny when you pick seats. Because we picked four seats in between like two groups of people.
3: (laughs) I'm like sitting there
0: going like looking at the rest of the movie theater. And it's always that awkward thing where it's like I didn't want to like get up and be like, oh, I don't want to sit next to you. But the dude next to me was like literally on my lap. Like he was just (laughs) we kept rubbing elbows. And and I, I kept looking. It was him and some other guy next to him. There was like three other seats to the right of them. And I'm thinking like, bro, slide over. I'm like yo at this point the movie's starting just like slide the fuck over like it was yeah. just But so... the fuck
1: did you go to the movies? They don't have that proper recliner seats. Deer park seats are like this. Oh, fuck it was that terrible, shit, man. Oh. Yeah.
0: So we went we went like uh that Island
1: 16s guy you get like a sofa couch. Yeah. It's like a pull out <laughs> bed and shit. It's great. <laughs> you get
0: you got a night, you got a nightstand and everything over there. Right, really. Definitely. But uh, it, it, just, I love going to the movies. I still do. Um, and when I get there, maybe because it's not, it's never really as crowded as as it once was. It's less irritating because sometimes, like, I just see people with their fucking phone, like just, just annoying fucking shit, and I'm like, oh my god. Like in my head, I'm thinking, like, why do I give a fuck? Just pay attention to the movie, but. It's just like, sometimes I just want to sit in a movie theater by myself, which then people always bring up. It's like, Oh, just watch it at home. But it's just not the same. Like I I want to be in a fucking movie theater, like a fucking jerk off spend fucking $12 on a tub of popcorn.
1: The the code of behavior at the theaters is like out the (laughs) window. Oh my God. We some like heads in there that are respectful, you know?
4: Yeah. I went to see black Adam yesterday with the rock with my brother and we were next to a crew that, you know, they had like a two year old, um, uh, you know, a 10 year old, and oh. then them. And they just let the kids run roughshod. Oh. They weren't, yeah, they weren't controlling <laughs> or whatever. I'm just like,
1: oh. <laughs> I think if you, if you grow up with the cinema as like a sacred temple, like, you know, we all do. And then if a, a, a tired generation is watching shit constantly in their living room, the whole world's their living room. Yep. You know what right. I mean? We right. act this way, that way, wherever the fuck we are, this is how we act. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's unreal. Like I, even like when the movie gets quiet and I'm chewing popcorn, I stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just yep. like, I don't even want to like, you know, uh, like make noise with my chewing, you know, to piss someone off because I'm like trying to be super mindful. Cause it's like, we're, I'm so focused on this movie, but listen, so
1: I had we- a, I had a film when I was going to film school real quick. And uh, my professor, Ken Jacobs, who was an avant-garde filmmaker in New York city with like Stan Bracky, the whole crew and, and I remember watching, I can't remember what movie it was. Maybe Columbus. I opened up a rap or something to like, I had a cold and shit. And that motherfucker turned around like 10 rows. He was ahead of me and stared <laughs> right through my Stair soul. Right. Like, don't ever disrespect like film. And boom, I don't yeah. misbehave yeah. at all.
0: That's it. Put some respect <laughs> on my name over here. <laughs> One time, it totally different. Like, so when you go with people that are really uh, into something, uh, Karen, my girlfriend loves, uh, Rufus Wainwright. And, you know, we're a part of like the punk rock universe where everyone sings along and that's what you do. And we went to go see Rufus Wainwright play in Bayshore and he's sitting there with his piano and she's singing along and somebody just turns to her and goes, "Shh." we're like, wow. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, I guess we wow. can't sing along. We're just, <laughs> it reminds <Wow>. of- <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, all right, no singing along. We'll let him do it. So, yeah. um, Yo, okay. so you watch Terrifier, the first one, and you're thinking like, this is a a vile, disgusting throwback, unapologetic movie. How do they top this movie? And needless to say,
4: I I mean, I tell everyone tenfold they did it right. There was plenty of ways to top it because you've got a great villain. um, You know, you've got uh, some amazing kills and, and setups. But, you know, the movie was pretty strung together by a pretty basic plot, right? And, yeah. And I don't know that I cared a tremendous amount about the two leads. Nope. So, like, it was more about how brutal art was being, and you were like, holy shit, that's an amazing practical effect, and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's what, for me, got me so jazzed up about that movie, and wanted to see more. They actually made a really good movie.
1: A
0: really time. good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the point I was trying to to, to get across to people. Where, you know, uh, uh, the knock is always like, oh, "I don't really feel like watching a clown mutilate people." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, I guess you could say that," but it's like somehow <laughs> who would say that though? Don't you like, I don't that? understand? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Shout who out! To, you? Shout out to Johnny North for saying that. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, you're you're right. The first movie, the acting was just so very okay. It wasn't yeah. anything crazy. Serviceable. It was exactly like they were just background characters for art. Art is just a jarring looking person. Mm -hmm. He's very like, uh, you know, we've been watching these movies forever, and like you see these killers, and it's like, whatever, you know. Uh, there's something
4: special about art and what he looks like and his. Yeah, I think it's the silence and the miming too. Cause think about it, like, Pennywise doesn't shut up. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he, he he's very creepy in the way he sort of like walks up and approaches them and pretends to be like joking around, but you're like, Ugh. you're just waiting that, for something vile to happen. Do
1: the performance of art is one of the great ones I'll say in like the history of art. That guy does so much Oof. with his face and body that you know, without a word, it's amazing. Yeah, and it I got really it. And I got to shout out the, the final girl too. I thought she was. Fantastic.
0: Lauren LaVere or something.
1: Nemesis, yeah, yeah. To, to Art. I thought she she really knocked it out of the park.
4: Yeah, she was incredible. Physical, I tell you, I went to the film. Like
1: just... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I went to the film with my friend, Eric, uh, who likes horror, but not like, you know, a mental patient about it like I am. And during that one scene, <laughs> that one long scene where it's Art's so killing weird. that girl and then the mother and that whole yeah, like, at one point when he's like skinning and scalping her or whatever, like we both looked at each other and just like, even I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't believe they're going there. This right. is like, like you, you'd expect from like the history of watching these films, like, okay, we're going to give you so much of this visual. They're going to cut away to something or whatever, but they just stayed there and stayed there and stayed there to the point yeah. where like everyone got uncomfortable.
0: And and, and went back and went back.
4: And, went, yes. and that's the thing that I think, you know everybody because for the obviously the the iconic scene from the first one is sawing the girl in half and you're like there's no way that something's going to be that extreme it wasn't that extreme but the the just like the unending sadism of him continuing to like leave and then come back and do even more by the time she's just like a puppet like barely moving but still alive. You were like, oh my God. Like and that kind of seeing
1: her like that was yeah, devastating yeah. too, the walking in, Mike. I'm like, oh. God. And I, and I, I
0: wonder if um, you know, when I saw that that final piece where she's sitting there with missing arm, um, I thought to myself that it looks like a cannibal corpse cover. And I wonder if that was like part of like the like the, the the like the image to go for, because that's exactly what it looked like. It was so mm-hmm. outrageous. You know, I, I, I want to go to the beginning real quick because uh, another thing like the running time. The running time didn't really bother me because it seemed like it didn't like there was no point in time that I was watching the movie. And I thought to myself, man, this is really dragging because it didn't really drag. It was long. Yeah. but It didn't really drag. It was just mm-hmm. like this constant thing but the very beginning i love that it picked up right from like the corners you know like from the end of the first one <laughs> he's like checking the back of his head <laughs> and you know yeah. that there's something like extra going on with art now cuz you're like all right you just got to you know his brains like popped out of his head and then he takes yo it's just everything about it he takes the eye
4: yeah then- oh my god he puts it in it's like yeah. off to the side that was fantastic
0: so it just at that point you're like okay because you oh you know, a sequel for a horror movie. You're like, maybe, maybe they shit the bed and then that happens. And you're like, no, th- this is great. And then you get to the laundry room and then you see the little girl. You yeah. Know, you know, and you're like, this is she shits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're
0: yeah. like, yo, OK. Well, like, this, this is like no way this is going to be bad. Like, no right. way.
1: No My smile way. was so wide when she shit on the floor because <laughs> oh, no. I knew oh, I'm no. like, <laughs> Man, we're just starting. Like, where are we going? I can't wait to see this. We got two hours of this shit.
2: Exactly.
4: I was so like, you know, as a as a, uh, you know, a a phase through three Marvel fan and like seeing Endgame in the theater and Captain America catches Thor's hammer like that was like jump up out of my seat, hit my friend moments. But that happened. And I'm slapping Tim like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) so good (laughs) right and then uh you see david you
0: know uh his his you they show his body you know he's sitting there in his underwear and he's like laughing and i it was just great and the one thing that really stuck about uh stuck out to me about the whole cast is everyone was really fucking good the dialogue was good Mm -hmm. um the the mom was just so when she fucking yelled at that kid to put (laughs) the last thing she's like oh and put your
4: fucking ball back in the sink and i'm just thinking like yeah. she
1: was like a real mom yeah,
4: yeah. You know, it was it was like people talk. it was like somebody's mom that they got to act in the movie so her acting was like slightly off but like i i bought it and it was entertaining like it was actually like a little bit humorous but she was like you still liked her character it was hmm. it was odd everyone else was like very sort of natural She was a little bit off, but it it actually like helped the movie, I think. Um,
0: Also, when the credits started going, what really hit me that I feel like now is the time to do it is that soundtrack. They went all synth wave Mm, and it just it it gave it that extra push where I'm like, it it was almost like you look over. At like you know mentally look over at like Damien and the crew and you're just like you fucking guys like every every box you're checking right now within the first twenty like twenty minutes.
1: The synthwave score nailed it as like a film that you very well could have been in the '70s in Times Square, New York City, and seen a film that looked like this. Like this, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just perfect.
0: Um. And then uh, the, the 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 girl, like uh, her friends. Usually, the friends are disposable, right? Mm-hmm. So, like you don't care about them. They're there, and they're there j- just to get killed. Uh, but I thought they were really good, right? Like they were just like like I didn't really hate them. I thought um, even Allie, which I think is is the girl whose whose death scene we're talking about. Yes. she is part of. I name a better death scene than hers in the last, like you know. Aside from getting started to have
1: legend, yeah, that is legend right it's there. It's incredible, yeah.
4: Like for, for the ages,
0: forever
4: immortalized in, in that right there, you know. Um, uh, but I, you know what I liked about the friends too is in a lot of horror movies, they they almost feel like they have to um, take it easy on you a little bit by making the friends. Be maybe like talking behind her back or, or, you know, like not so nice to her, but they genuinely cared about her, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, it makes you feel a little bit more when they are, you know, skinned and then. You know arms broken off and hand you know oh, hands yeah. split in yeah. half yeah. and all yeah. this shit that happens the alley and even the the uh the other friend at the end that gets the acid thrown on her and then all you know like oh she got
0: fucking <laughs> fucked up I mean everyone who died in this movie like the guy who got the fucking dick fucking like idea oh, ripped oh, yeah. Off. I oh. knew like everyone just like <laughs> knew like what my was going cheeks on. Squeezed yeah, together my butt together and um and then you know the beauty of 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 David who plays art um really shines when they go to the magic store, right? Mhm. Yeah. where he is like kind of stalking um Sienna and uh, he gets I don't know. Like he he does the the best mime routine, you know, with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, me they, and we're they laughing. walk
1: the line with with, with um, gore and comedy, like as good as like as good as anyone since Evil Dead Part Two. Like as far as like combining it and even stuff that you shouldn't be laughing at, they make funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or any straight clowning like that at store scene. You know, with the glasses and scene, everything.
4: Yeah, yeah, but I think that store scene also set up like a little bit of like that dread. You know, like it's it's funny. Oh, it's mm-hmm. but funny, you're also but it's right. Like, ooh, yeah. I'm creeped yeah, out. You know,
1: absolutely. Well, it's the same feeling that like the scene in the pizza place gave you in yeah. the first one, where exactly. they're they're in a public place. There's another person present. You you, it's a scenario where you might feel like you're safe, but you're not. You're not feeling safe. because there's something off with this motherfucker. Look. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's and exactly I, what I'm And was I think call.
0: that's really the connection, or 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 the where where art excels, where like people, you know, um, uh, to bring it back to Richard Christie on the Stern Show, he said he's going to be remembered for these roles like Michael or like Jason because it in the, in All Hallows Eve and then the two Terrifier movies. He's, uh, I mean, obviously different actor in All Hallows Eve, but like the actual character, like you mentioned that pizzeria scene. Like you're like, damn! You're like this dude is kind of like a clown, but he's like really like, I don't know. There's something he's strong. almost
1: finds a line between. Like you mentioned, Jason and Michael Myers, who are completely silent. Then you got like Freddy Krueger, who's a total clown. This guy kind of like gets right in the middle because yeah. he's got he's got no speech like those other two fellas. He's got a humor about him without like going overboard with it. You know, it's yeah. like a nice spot.
4: Yeah. And similar to like that dread feeling in the in the magic shop, um when he goes to Allie's house and knocks on the door, and then you sort of have that relief about she looks out the window and sees him walking away, but you still have that feeling of no, 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 he's coming back, and she's fucked boy <laughs> did, like did
0: did he ever come back? <laughs> oh <Bro>, boy <laughs>
4: uh
0: and and uh, another funny scene, but just because it was so brutal, mashed potatoes, oh God. <laughs> Yo, my friend Brian. Shout out to Brian Casal. Yesterday, he He watched it in Deer Park for the first time, and he was just like, I, you know, I only have. <laughs> he is a funny cocksucker. It's Dave's brother, so uh, he uh, he he writes. Uh, he's like, there's only one plot hole that I've seen in the whole movie, and it's like, when the fuck did Art have time to cook mashed potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he made instant. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was sure. just like I'm like reading this thread. It was just like. <laughs> I was like, is he really going to punch a hole in this movie? And then when I read that last part, I'm like, yeah. But, he, but, uh, but
4: like his his brutality is so deep. Like you see him blow her head up. And most yeah. people, most characters that get their head exploded, you think, all right, that's it. That's the last time I'm seeing them in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he props her up at the dinner table.
0: He fucking shoves mashed potatoes in her. Fuck <laughs> yo, like me, like I guess all four of us. Because like it, it, the violence in the movie is p- pretty violent, but I mean it's over the top, so it's uh-huh. so cartoonish. Right. That when he did that, we fucking just laughed in the theater <laughs> because he was just <laughs> yeah. like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" <laughs> you know. uh, So in closing for the movie, um, I know some uh people maybe didn't really like the how certain things weren't really explained. All right. Did we have that conversation, Chris?
4: I don't know. I mean, the one thing that I guess maybe will eventually get explained. They 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 really sort of hinted pretty heavily that Art was like somehow the kid's dad at oh, some point. Wow, like, I was thinking
0: that, that, but I I, I don't know. But then they never really
4: like they never really like took it to yes, that's probably the explanation because you know he he had the tumor or whatever. He started going nuts. He started drawing Art so. You know, like, I thought, okay, maybe they're going to go this way, but then they just didn't. And so I thought, all right, well, that was an interesting little way to, like, path to go down. But ultimately, it seemed like that probably wasn't the case. But- well, we're
1: clearly building a franchise here. Right. We're part two, you know what I mean? So that there's plenty, of, you know, God, because he made such a great film, there's going to be time for some story or a little maybe where this guy came from or something like that. Yeah future things. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to keep making more, obviously.
0: So, if, so the, you know, when they did the Kickstarter for the movie, uh, they raised a quarter million dollars in three hours. Mm-hmm. That's how much people wanted this fucking sequel mm-hmm. um, yeah. because they they were they just see the potential in it and he was so thankful. He's like, I'm going to take this money and make the best movie you've ever seen. And yeah. he, f- he fucking did that, cocksucker. Oh. You know, like, you, you said you're building a franchise because I he left so many unanswered questions. Like, you, you don't know, like, the backstory um, and the sword and all this other stuff. And, and, you know, what really tipped me off to, like, being okay with it was the behind the scenes at the end of the movie. They said stick around for the end of the movie where you watch, you know, David and, and Damien talking about um, the making of it. And Damien started talking about a a plot point and then he caught himself and then stopped. And he's like, ah, he's like, I don't really want to ruin anything. And I feel like he might have an idea as to where he wants to take it. And, and I feel like it was just, I don't know when it ended, you still had these questions. Uh, but it was just, it didn't really matter. It wasn't like I felt cheated by the end. I just felt like, wow, I can't wait to see where this goes because
1: I just hope that, that, uh, cause he's definitely going to have the attention of a lot of bigger, you know, financers and studios. or something, if you're turning a profit from this to that in a film, a little underdog film, um, that he's going to be able to keep it this raw, you know what I mean? And get and throw the red meat out to people like us.
0: You yeah. got, you got to keep it raw for sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean,
4: the, my heart was so full by the end of that movie because it, re- like, it really wow, was. this was so fucking great. Like, I it was, and it was so much better than the first movie. It was so much better. Yeah,
0: it, it just you know, you come out of a theater, or you know, you finish watching a movie. That's the type of feeling that you want, where you're like, wow, that was fucking fantastic. <laughs> yep, and it's definitely you know, like I already have. <clears throat> My my best of list, you know, uh, everything like this is up there with everything everywhere all at once, you know, like totally. it's definitely the best
1: horror movie of the year. Oh, I mean, yes. that's that's yeah. hands down. And then hands where down. it fits in with all the other films, I see a lot, you know, you'll yeah. have to tune in and find out.
0: Yeah. Hands, <laughs> d- hands down the best horror movie of the year, like nothing even. Nothing even comes close. And I love X and I love Pearl and I love. I King. had a
4: blast with the sadness. Like, I, I love movie. The sadness. Fucking sad. fucking great. And that was pretty brutal, mm-hmm. too. But this yeah. was just like, this is on another level. This is on another Watch level. I
1: Halloween Ends on Peacock that afternoon and then I had tickets to Terrified. So it cleansed my palate. It was like, this. Seriously? Thank you. Thank right. you. More, more.
4: <laughs> yeah. It made it seem even better than it actually is.
1: <laughs> I was just hoping Corey was going to come out and fucking art you know (laughs) i'll tell you this scalp that motherfucker
0: To, to switch gears before we finish up i chris i love what i said on the halloween's episode once i watched it a second time halloween ends without like any expectations like i really enjoyed it even more like i got what was going on and stuff sure um and i i likened it to when i went to go see once upon a time in hollywood and I thought it was going to yeah. be like a Charles Manson movie. And by the end, I was like, that was definitely not a Charles Manson movie.
4: It's such a good movie, though.
0: I know. But I felt that way. <laughs> yeah, I felt yeah. that way after I rewatched it a few times. Um, but yeah, yeah I think it was
4: I think it was very intentional that they used the Halloween three font for the title. Oh, card. yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's essentially you're going to get that that almost that same reaction. Like, where the fuck is Michael Myers but then, as you, uh, I mean, I've I've ended up falling in love with Halloween three. It, I've got it probably at the higher end of the the, the franchise when I rank it. But it's it's kind of like that where Michael is kind of like off to the side. In in that case, he's not even in it except for the TV screen. But it's uh, you know, it was very much you know in that vein of this is one that maybe I have to watch a few more times before. I think I they
1: tease the too much, it. like it wasn't going to be that way. That- you know yeah. what I mean? Because like Halloween three, like I think I didn't like it when I was younger. Now it's yeah. one of my favorite ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. this one I had mentioned before, they just kind of a little bit over and over and over again. Yep.
0: Um okay. So cool. if you yes. have a
4: choice, pick terrify. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh I mean, you know, not much more we could say about this.
1: One thing we can agree on is don't bother seeing Hellraiser. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, see exactly.
1: Halloween and see what you think. <laughs> Love Terrifier. And then Hellraiser, you know, yeah. if you're making dinner or something, you got a right. little TV in there. Yeah. Don't, sign up, for, don't sign
4: up for
0: Hulu to watch it either. <laughs> yeah. Watch watch, watch Bruckner's other movies. So from, now we have
1: house. the screen box, right? That's still the deal for the Terrifier streaming?
0: I don't know if it's going to be exclusively on there. I'm sure it could be on VOD where you could just rent it. Uh,
1: I'm going to probably get it for a month. It's only five bucks. Just I, see, I got rifle it to, through it. And you get it through the, Prime. Uh, too yeah,
4: I, I i i did exactly that to watch the uh the nineteen ninety the the Pennywise documentary about the nineteen ninety one. Um, but to be honest, I haven't gone back to it. I think they have this a Hellraiser knock okay. on there
1: too. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a hell of a lot that you wouldn't find on Tubi or Shutter or something. But this is, I mean, they have to show and prove when Terrifier drops. That's when anyone's going to get you know take a chance on this service. So yeah. they, they really got to step up in that month that I have it. <laughs> and,
0: and I right. think uh, it's funny that you mentioned the, the it project, you know, the documentary, because the, the guy who gets decapitated in the first uh, terrifier, remember that decapitation? Yes. Uh, he's one of the producers on, on that it movie. Oh, oh shit. That's funny. Yeah. Michael Levy, I think his name is, which I I'm friends with on Facebook. Uh, cool. Hey, all right. Yeah. We you said know. it all. We we said it all. We love Terrifier. I uh, can't wait to hear what you guys think of Halloween Ends on Films on Tap. I will continue to to basically, uh, you know. Listen. And if you
1: didn't like Hellraiser, seek us out on Facebook. Get in our group and please explain. I, I need to know. Like Somebody's obviously out there in real life that couldn't and What
0: like- it. It was one of the most mediocre. Like, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Like, it was just so, like, you're like, okay. Not because Bruckner uh, Bruckner's super talented. Um, I just I wish I don't know, like it just was okay, I guess. I don't know. Great drone shots. <laughs> uh cool. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go watch some UFC two eighty. So
4: Boom. <laughs> oh have fun with that. I'm going to the Yankee game, so uh Let's hopefully they Yan- can scratch one
0: out. <laughs> Let's go, Yankees.
1: All right, data fellas. Bye.